What's up, guys? Welcome to That Won't Preach. This is episode 10, COVID Culture Part 1. I'm Paul T. Johnson, and I'm going to be discussing the impact of COVID-19 on the church and the world here today. Before I do that, I want to remind you to like this podcast, rate it, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. We're dropping new ones every Monday morning to get your week started off right. And if you want more information, please visit my website, paultjohnson.org. Okay, COVID culture part one. Wow, this is episode 10. I can't believe we've already released 10 episodes. It's just flown by. Thank you so much to those of you who have provided feedback, criticism, encouragement, who have reached out and contacted us to help make this a better podcast. I would love to hear from you if you have an episode idea or something you'd like me to discuss or break down in the scriptures or teach on. I would be happy to do that. Please reach out to me. I have Facebook, Instagram, Paul T. Johnson underscore. You can contact me that way or you can contact me through the website, paultjohnson.org. So today I'm talking about COVID culture. I'll explain what that means in just a second. In 2020 specifically, COVID-19, it just swept the world. It changed the globe forever. Everybody was affected. Yes, people lost their lives and unfortunately died due to COVID-19. I want to express my condolences. If you lost a loved one or someone you know to this virus, yes, it took lives. There was a lot that came with this virus, and I want to discuss those things. Before we get further into that, I do want to say, who knew that the 19 in COVID was all of the weight you would gain being quarantined at home? I don't know about you, but man, March, April, May rolled out. We had a lot of shutdowns. We weren't able to go anywhere. There was a lot of restrictions from the government, a lot of confusion. Most of us stayed home, and I gained weight. I don't know about you, but man, I put on some COVID-19 pounds that I'm currently working to shed. Praise the Lord. It's crazy to think that in March of 2020, it's now March of 2021, Donald Trump came out and announced 15 days to slow the spread. And here we are a year later, and some people are still in lockdown, still quarantined. Shout out to Texas for lifting the mask mandate, for getting back to normal, for reopening businesses at 100%. I know I have some listeners here that are from Texas, so you guys enjoy your freedom. Hopefully it's coming to Indiana soon and the rest of the United States so that we can get back to normal and enjoying our lives. So COVID culture, the purpose of this episode is not to deny the existence of COVID-19. Let me just start there because the minute that you start to discuss COVID-19, you have people that they just get offended. They get upset. They want to tell you that grandma died. I'm sorry if you lost a family member. Truly, please hear me. But the purpose of this episode is to expose and discuss the negative emotional and spiritual effects that this virus has had on our culture, to break down some of the dysfunction that was revealed in the church at large and what happened through COVID and all that took place. So, 
at this current moment in March of 2021, just looking at the COVID data tracker, according to the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, they're saying that we've had 28 million cases of COVID and that 500,000 people have died in the United States. So COVID is very real. It's very real, yet it is massively overblown and it is totally exaggerated. The purpose of these episodes, COVID Culture Part 1, is to discuss the overreaction to COVID-19 that's produced so much damage. So I think that it's not the virus itself that's going to prove to be so deadly to the culture. And again, yes, people have died. Okay, we get it. But death is unpreventable. It's the overreaction. It's the overreach of the government. It's the fear. It's the shame. It's the manipulation, the control, the isolation, the depression, the darkness that crept in through COVID-19 that has done so much damage. So just to be clear, I'm discussing the culture that came with COVID-19 and its impact. I'm not denying that COVID is real. So none of you crazies out there contact me and blow me up and tell me how COVID is real and you've had it. Listen, I had it. I got through it. I've had people I know who were hospitalized who it was a great weight upon their health. They were unsure if they were going to live. So Please hear me. I'm not attempting to be incendiary or insensitive in any way, but I've got to go with the facts. I've got to present my perspective here on some of this stuff. So COVID culture, I'm going to discuss the negative things that came with it. Number one, I want to tell you COVID culture is dominated by fear. There is no denying the fear that was contagious along with COVID-19. The media continues to keep the fear narrative alive over and over. They want it to be around as long as possible to keep you coming back. Why? Because fear sells. I mean, seriously, how long was the daily death toll kept on display on the communist news network, CNN, where you were just constantly looking at the death toll, who's dying, more people are dying. And when the death tolls were decreasing in the summer of 2020, then they just changed everything and they wanted you to focus on the increase in cases and it kept people afraid. You had people that wouldn't come out of their house. My God, we have some people who still haven't been out of the house, who still haven't gotten around, who are still afraid, who are still catering and kowtowing to fear because fear is contagious and fear sells. But fear is also illogical. Fear doesn't really make sense. Many times, I think most of the time that we're deeply afraid, our logical capacity to think and reason, it just goes right out the window and we just give in to fear because fear is emotional. I mean, I was riding a plane recently. I was heading to Texas and we were forced to wear masks on the plane. You have to wear a mask. You know this if you've traveled recently, but you're going to wear a mask if you ride on an airplane. So everybody has a mask on. You, They'll tell you they'll kick you off the flight. They'll ban you off the airline if you don't wear your mask. And then we're on the flight and here comes the cart from the stewardesses and they've got snacks and drinks and they're going to hand out these snacks and drinks. And everybody at the same time on the airplane is going to take off their masks and we're all going to eat pretzels and, and bread and snacks and candy and soda and water 
at the same time, and that's totally okay. But while you're eating, you can have it off, but then as soon as you're done eating, you need to put it back on. I've even heard about people having trips on an airplane where they were told that they couldn't graze, that in between chewing, they needed to put their mask back on until they took another bite. I mean, this is crazy, y'all. There is no scientific evidence that I have seen that masks actually reduce the virus. I mean, we had the same group of people who were saying that COVID-19 is, uh, it's been stopped because people are wearing masks, but oh, by the way, it's spreading so rapidly because people aren't wearing masks. It's just crazy. Fear came with the package of COVID-19. It's the bedrock of COVID culture. But the scripture says that we have not been given a spirit of fear or cowardice, but one of power, love, and a sound mind. This is 2 Timothy 1.7. You have not been given a spirit of fear. If you've come to know the Lord Jesus, it's time to walk in faith. Don't bow down to fear. I'm not saying that we should throw out wisdom, okay? Again, People get so worked up when you touch the golden calf of COVID-19. But if you are afraid, if you are scared, if you are worried and concerned to the point where you can't function, where you're struggling to, to get out, I'm telling you, God wants to break that thing off of you to deliver you from fear, to give you the peace of Jesus Christ, because you know what? Death is a part of the package of life. We have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. What I saw in through COVID-19 a lot is that people want a guarantee, but there are no guarantees in this life. The only guarantee we have is in heaven with Jesus Christ. I am guaranteed eternal life by faith in him. But in the meantime, there's no guarantees. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I don't know whether I'm going to die in my sleep tonight or die on my way to work or a meeting tomorrow. We don't have guarantees, but everybody wanted a guarantee. And I just wonder all these people that wear masks, that stay home, that are, are totally afraid of the virus. When are you going to decide? How are you going to decide that it's okay to go out again? It's okay to have friends. It's okay to have large gatherings. It's okay to have people over for dinner. I guess you're going to let Dr. Fauci continue to run your life. When that guy has changed his opinion about everything, don't forget that he actually came out nationally at the beginning of COVID-19 and said, you don't need to wear a mask. Masks are ineffective to stop the spread of COVID-19 and viruses. And then it was a couple months later, he said, oh, hey, just kidding. You actually need a mask. But we didn't say that because we didn't want to start a frenzy. I'm like, wow, this guy is completely contradicting himself. Then he recommends two masks. And then my favorite in the summer is when he said that you should actually be wearing glasses because you can get COVID-19 in your eyeballs. And I'm like, this is absurd. We're just going to continue to let this guy tell us what we should and shouldn't be doing when God has given us wisdom. He's also given us faith, and I am never, ever going to partner with fear, and fear crippled the church, it crippled families, it crippled the entire United States and the world through COVID-19 and what happened there. Break up with fear, don't call her back, don't take her phone calls, live in the truth, live by faith, it's going to be okay your days are numbered, my days are numbered, some of you won't like this, but it just is what it is. Number two, COVID culture is built on shame. It's dominated by fear and it's built on shame. 
We had people who were shaming people who weren't afraid. We're literally going to shame you and apply so much social pressure to you that you're going to give in to the desires of the masses who are afraid and scared. We're just going to shame you and tell you, no, COVID is real. No, It's like, we're not saying that COVID isn't real. Again, I had it. I know people who had it, who struggled with it. I know people who have no people who passed away from COVID-19. Again, I'm not trying to be insensitive, but we have to address all of the crazy lunacy that has happened in our culture due to COVID-19. A ton of fear and a ton of shame. Let me read you something I wrote back in May of 2020 about COVID-19. I wrote, when I tell my grandchildren about COVID-19, I will tell them of a time when fear swept the world and those who were afraid shamed those without fear. A time when the government of a free nation violated its founding principles and redefined freedom. A time when murdering unborn children was essential, but gathering to worship God was not. A time when alcohol sales, pornography use, and domestic violence skyrocketed while the economy plummeted. A time when the soul of the church was tested and some were guilty of leaving their first love and pursuing other things. Yet I will also tell them of a time when the storm exposed the foundation we built our lives upon. A time when God shook the temporal to reveal and establish what is eternal. A time when crippling fear became the breeding ground for overcoming faith in Jesus. A time when the Father awakened many from their slumber and called them to himself. A time when the soul of the church was tested and some were found ready with oil in their lamps, eagerly awaiting Christ's return and sharing the gospel with all who would listen. What a time it was to be alive. And then I finished with Jesus asking in Luke 18, 8, when the son of man comes, will he find faith on the earth? This part here about those who were afraid shamed those without fear is critical to what I saw happening. The vast majority of people I know, they just wear a mask because they actually don't want to deal with the drama anymore. So they just put it on. Here we are a year later. Again, shout out to Texas. But for the rest of us, we're wearing masks. I mean, honestly, you go to a restaurant and you show up and you put on a mask and you walk from the host stand. I mean, I've walked 10 feet, 15 feet, 20 feet. And then you and then you can take your mask off at your table, but you need to wear your mask from the door to the table because somehow that makes sense and that's going to stop the virus. I mean, give me a break. We had a ton of resistance at the church and in our meetings because we continued to gather, no masks, worshiping Jesus. I was like, there's no way that I'm going to sing to the risen Lord Jesus and thank him for all he's done through a mask. It's just not happening. We continued to meet and hear from people who would shame us. I mean, I had people tell me about the church here. You're the problem. You're the ones who killed my grandma. You're, you're, I'm just, there was so much guilt and shame that people were pushed and manipulated into being compliant to COVID culture. The third thing I saw is that COVID culture encourages isolation. Now, we gave it a cute name and called it quarantine, and we posted 
uh, stuff on Facebook and Instagram that made it seem cool, but it celebrates and advances reclusive lifestyles. COVID makes them look appealing when really God has made us for relationship and community. And there are so many people who struggled or are still struggling with depression, with anxiety, with all the symptoms of being isolated due to COVID-19 when people got cut off from their friends, from their church, and we were told to social distance and stay away and stay home. And this is a negative thing for people. Listen, Forbes.com published a story back in October of 2020 where they reported the Chinese government said, again, October of 2020, they showed that more people in Japan died by suicide in the month of October alone. It was 2,153 people killed themselves in Japan in October of 2020. That was more people who had died from COVID-19 over the entire 10 months of the year. Last year, up to that date, they had less than 2,000 COVID deaths in October of 2020, but they had 2,153 people kill themselves, take their lives. They were COVID killed, quarantine killed because of isolation, because of being told to stay home, because of being told that they couldn't have friends or family, they couldn't celebrate birthdays and holidays and anniversaries and other things because there's such an isolation, we want to keep them separated. But Proverbs 18.1 actually says, he who separates himself seeks his own desire and quarrels against all sound judgment. So when we separate ourselves, it's a negative thing. And there's the fellowship of the Holy Spirit spirit that we need with God, but also with one another, with our brothers and sisters. But you had churches just completely shut down for months. Some of them are still shut down. I can't even believe it. They're not having in-person services. They're still going online because they're saying, well, what's the difference? Can I tell you something, friends? If you can reproduce your church service online, that is not a church service. That is a production and that is a show and you are playing games. We met and continued to meet because fellowship is powerful. You can't reproduce online love, hugs, prayer, connection, the laying on of hands, the gifts of the spirit and operation, just sitting in your pajamas on the couch. God has something better for you and better for the church, but we gave in to fear, to shame, to isolation. It produced all kinds of crazy depression and anxiety. And many people died from the virus itself, but many people also killed themselves because they couldn't take what was happening. I don't believe that a virus with a 99 percent chance of survival was reason enough to justify the reaction and the response of the government, but definitely of the church. There was something that got exposed that was broken, that's fractured, that's weak and fragile that God wants to address. And I believe he exposed the church so that the foundations could be revealed as cracked and broken because God wants to lay a new foundation. He showed many people the, the foundation of their own lives, that things needed to change. We were all making excuses before COVID that we didn't have time for this or that. And then all of a sudden we had time, all more than enough time 
but we didn't get anything done that we claimed we didn't have time to do because many of us found out we're lazy, apathetic. We're just passing the time and God wants us to live intentional. So COVID culture was destructive in many of these ways. And it's something that God used to reveal where we're at as a nation, where you're at as an individual, and also where we're at in the church at large Thank you so much for listening. I pray that this episode has encouraged you in some way, has strengthened you in your faith. Don't give in to fear. Don't let people shame you if you're not afraid. And if you are afraid and you're still struggling with fear, I want to encourage you to lean into the Lord Jesus, to read the word of God, to surround yourself with people who are not afraid, who will bring you out, take you to dinner, invite you over. Let's get back to enjoying our lives, to serving the Lord, whether something else like COVID-19 comes around or not. We're going to keep serving Jesus. No one's going to take the gospel out of our mouths, and we are not going to forsake the gathering of the saints as some are in the habit of doing. God bless you. Please visit my website, paultjohnson.org. Rate this podcast and be sure to subscribe as well. Have a great day. Break up with fear. Bye-bye now.